Hey, I'm Lex. And I'm Serena. Host of the Dream Body Playbook Podcast. A show all about transforming your life and your body to what you've always dreamed of. On our show, you're going to find hella inspiring guests. And you'll get weight loss tips galore from top pros in the industry. And you're going to hear fitness secrets from the CCP team. Plus, you'll get nutrition and training help with our Is It Worth It episodes, where we'll review the latest trends hitting the internet to let you know if it's actually worth your time. Listen every Wednesday to the Dream Body Playbook. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Dream Body Playbook Podcast. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. All right, you guys. We've got a pretty good topic oh, yeah. for this week's episode. It's one that we get a ton of questions ton on. A ton of questions. Um, and it's energy crashes. Energy crashes. We all have them. Oh, yeah. We all experience them. So let's just dive right into this one. Do it. Okay. So energy crashes. There's a lot of different reasons yeah. as to why you can be having energy crashes. And we'll touch on all of them. But sleep, adrenal fatigue, you could be over-caffeinating yourself. You could not be eating balanced enough meals to where yep. your blood sugar is regulated. You could be avoiding some stressful thing that's causing anxiety and depression that's making you want to just take a nap, whatever it may be. There's a few different things. Okay, so basic, how do we know if we're experiencing an energy crash? It's going to be different for everyone. But for me personally, I'll go off my personal experiences, yeah. I... <laughs> Personally, my ADHD gets a lot worse. (laughs) I I can't focus, you know, like my brain. Brain fog, kind of. Brain fog, completely, completely. I'll be like working on one task and then I'll get distracted by an email pop up and I'll look over for the email and then I'll forget what task I was working on. It's just like kind of like overwhelmed, but not like overwhelmed for me personally. Like that's just my cue if I'm getting distracted by things and not being able to focus on one thing and get it done. That's my cue of like, well, you need to just like take a break or a chillax moment. Yeah. Also just like extreme fatigue yeah. if you're sitting at your desk like yeah mine's like, <laughs> like i want to take a nap <laughs> yeah like you want to take a nap energy crash you could also just like headaches oh yeah christian gets headaches headaches for sure could be one or he gets very quiet too like i can tell like he's tired when he just stops talking yeah i, I do that <laughs> i do that personally too it's just because you it's almost like it takes too much energy to even think of something to say yep. you're just like you know yeah. those are probably the most frequent ones oh cravings Mm. So yep. a lot of times Sugar. if you think about like that 3 p.m. snack, you grab a Snickers at the at the office or an extra coffee around two or three o'clock in the afternoon. That could be a sign of like an energy crash. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. I'm kind of craving a peanut butter and jelly right now. Ooh, I actually got peanut butter and jelly at the store this past weekend. And, it was like, and I never buy jelly like my my Mimi and Papa make homemade fig preserve. And like Ooh. that's normally what we have. But I was craving some pe- like Strawberry, almost like grape, but strawberry yeah. jam. And I put it in the cart and he was like, why are you getting strawberry jam? And I was like, PB&J sounds really good. Yeah, it just sounds <laughs> he good. He was like, that's know. so random. <laughs> but um, so let's kind of touch on all of these. Yeah. Okay. Well, Where should we start? Let's start with what's up, y'all. So we don't run ads on this podcast and we probably won't ever. Our goal here is to share as much information and value with you as possible with a little entertainment, of course. But with that, we need your help in getting the word out about the Dream Body Playbook. So all we're asking for you to do is send this episode to a friend that you think would really benefit from it or share it on your social media stories and tag us. Also, one other thing we're going to be doing is giving away a $100 Amazon gift card to someone who rates and reviews this podcast every single month. So thank you in advance and we're looking forward to reading your reviews, but we'll get back to the episode just the blatant like falling asleep at your desk okay just like tired knocking out what's the first thing we need to do to assess this what sleep like what yeah. quality of sleep are exactly you getting? like how much sleep are you getting are you actually getting like if, you, if you're sleeping for eight hours is it like good sleep or is it right. restless sleep you know or so. you're waking up at like 3 a.m going pee coming back can't fall asleep for 45 minutes yeah 
Exactly. So that's going to be the biggest thing of just like not being well rested can cause energy crashes. So let's touch on a few things that can push people to have better sleep. Yeah. Routines. Mouth tape. (laughs) I want to bring that up. Mouth tape for sure. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I actually took mine off last night. It was like it gets really stuck on there. Like sometimes when I pull it off, it, I like have like little blue things stuck on me still from like the Sheesh. tape. But seriously, it helps a lot. If I, you're a mouth breather. I still have yet to buy mine, so I'm going to yeah. get on that. If you're a mouth breather, even if you're, I'm not a mouth breather personally and I've felt dif- like differences from it, but if you're a mouth breather specifically, try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but mouth tape for sure, it's going to just help you get better quality sleep. I wake up feeling much more energized after I do it. I'm routines nighttime routine specifically oh yeah put your phone down turn, take off the blue blue light turn it off yeah TV i pers- included i'm <laughs> really guilty of this especially the past couple nights myself i have been since buying the house i i have been on tiktok with like 2023 interior de- design like tiktok <laughs> you know so we're not all perfect but put the phone down my personal favorite for like putting the phone down is like picking up a book. Yeah. Because I'm not really ready to go to bed all the time. Like when you first get into bed, like it's like Nick will lay down and his head hits the pillow and he's done. <laughs> Mine doesn't do that. It takes me a little while. Yeah. But reading helps with that. So I personally use my Kindle and I like turn the blue light and everything off on that, which I don't know if there's really that much blue light. It's kind of like orangey. Yeah. But, or, or just a book or just book, whatever it may be. Yeah. And reading has been proven to like, put people to sleep. Oh, I fall asleep within like 10 minutes of reading. Right, exactly. I'll read like two chapters and I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't focus anymore. You know, you're putting it down. Yep. So that's a big thing. Also, I've personally gotten a really big habit of taking like a hot shower before oh, getting in bed. I always shower before bed. I always shower, but I'm like, so I love like, like hot Oh, me too. Like scolding. Like fire water showers. Oh my God. It feels amazing. And then also, I know I've mentioned this before, but shaving my legs every night before I get into bed. Ooh. It makes the biggest difference on the sheets, you guys. Yeah, it just feels silky smooth. Yeah, it makes the biggest difference. So that's personally my two favorite things is like hot showers. Mm-hmm. If you're a bath person, you go for a bath. I personally am not a bath person, especially living in an apartment right now. Someone yeah. else has lived there before and I just can't seem, I, I can't, can't do it. I can't do it. Maybe in, maybe in the new house where it's like just me yeah but I can't do baths where people other people have been I always have to shower before I take a bath because I'm like I don't want to sit in my own dirt (laughs) for sure that's gross yeah no I completely agree and then reading for sure put the phone down pick up a book whether it be a fiction book whether it be a self-help book whether it be a thriller like whatever it may be go for that I'm personally reading thrillers right now which is amazing I love thriller books yeah so that's my biggest tips for right before like getting good quality of sleep. Mm-hmm. Also, if you are really light sensitive, I personally am really light sensitive. So I sleep with a silk eye mask because um, we don't have like blackout curtains or stuff. I just personally don't like the way they look inside, <laughs> but I sleep with a silk eye mask that helps a ton. And yeah. Oh, also hatch alarm clock mm. or just white noise in general. It plays like a ocean waves and stuff. Mm. Very, very calming. So those are my tips for sleep. I have similar tips, except for I have to sleep pitch black silence. Yeah. <laughs> except for like the fan is on. So maybe I like the sound of the fan, but yeah. I don't know if it's a fan the thing hum. or if it's like a, like a, you know, cool, cool thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Temperature is big too. Yeah. That. And then a cup of tea. Oh yeah. I usually do peppermint, like a little soothing, calming. And I then like I- chamomile before. Ooh, yeah, chamomile. Yeah. Or like the, they have those like dream teas. like the those. sleepy time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's like a blend of different mm-hmm. things in there. And then I always just shower before bed anyways. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to get in bed with like my stuff from the day. Like. No, yeah. I personally like if you're someone... <laughs> 
Not to like hate on anyone out there, but if you're someone who only showers in the morning and you don't shower before getting up bed at night, you're a psychopath. Yeah. I can't do it. You, like even if I shower in the morning, I cannot get in the bed without at least showering my body off. Yeah, like, I'm not exactly. washing my hair and stuff every time, but like something about just like living your life and being in clothes and like you've got to wash your body up before getting in the bed. Exactly. <laughs> it's the bed, man. It is. It is. And usually you wear less clothes in the bed. Right. Than you do. Yeah. Every day. Exactly. And I will not get on my bed with my outside clothes on. No. No. Well, once our bed's made, you don't sit on it. Yeah. Anyways. No. That's it. No. Done. <laughs> like Done. Okay. So tips for better sleep. What about like what if we're having brain fog or we're not able to focus or something along those lines? How can we kind of of overcome those feelings and sensations so i would say first ask yourself have you drank enough water yep. and have you had a balanced meal yeah because that most likely is going to help fix that oh especially yeah. if the answers are no to each of those it's definitely going to help fix that oh, yeah. brain fog also i would say if you're a very stressed person and you have a lot going on like i mentioned earlier i can sometimes bounce around with my adhd mm. and stuff it kind of goes everywhere i personally which i just did a training on this for our alumni course actually am huge in on which i talked about the three by three matrix before but love that our my productivity planner and making my top three because if i tell myself i have to do 10 things in one day that's when i get distracted that's yep. when i bounce around if i know i have to focus on only three things to take the next step and move the needle forward on all my projects i'm so much more likely to get those three things done yeah when if i put 10 things on my calendar i'm so stressed and like overwhelmed by trying to get all 10 done i'm lucky if i get one done yeah because i'm dabbling in every single one of them rather than just focusing Focus on, on it one. and doing it and then with that three usually you do the three and then you get more done anyway so for it's sure it's a bonus for sure <laughs> i definitely get more done that's 100 facts and like that's all of our our human brain can only handle so much anyways because like let alone with the top three that you're tasked that you're doing to move the needle forward on whatever you're working on, you probably also have, you have your, your workout that you want to go do. You yep. have time with your family. Yep. You have probably other meetings with your commute bosses or whatever. To and from commute work. to and from whatever. Yeah. Whenever, listen to this podcast if you're commuting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> plug. But you have all of these other things to do. So I know I've mentioned this before as well, but blocking out time to get that top three done, key. I will block out two to three hours depending on what my top three is. If I know my top three is a little bit more intense than what my usual top three is. I'll block out three hours, but typically nice. I'll block out two hours and I just knock them out, whatever they may be. Nice. And I personally like doing this in the morning. Okay. Like a fresh wake up morning or like after a morning routine and stuff okay. like that. Like before I dive into like other. Have you heard health and fitness coaches talk about how your metabolism can help you burn fat even while you're sleeping and you just think how? Trust me, we get it. It's all so confusing to know what you need to do to get your metabolism working the way you want it to. But today, you're in luck. We've created a done-for-you daily checklist that will set your metabolism on fire. All you have to do is DM us checklist and we will send it your way completely for free. All right, now let's get back to the episode. So for example, on Mondays when we have our first team call at 10, mm -hmm. I've most likely got my top three done between eight and 10. Ah, I see. Yeah, so it's so before starting like... work work. Okay. Yeah, because also I have meetings all throughout the rest of that day. So I know like if I pushed it to later on, it be able to do it till 5 p.m at night and by the I wanna, time you're like eh. <laughs> i want to shut things down by then and have family time with nick and gus and stuff like that but that's my tips for that is plan accordingly with the three by three matrix which yep. is genius i did not make that up by the way <laughs> I, I i learned that at a business conference and then also figuring out hey 
have I drank my water today? Yeah. Hey, have I eaten a balanced meal today? Because yep. that's going to be big. And I think a lot of the things that I tell our clients, like especially the ones that suffer from those two o'clock, three o'clock energy crashes, they're getting up super early, five, six a.m. to get their stuff done before work. I tell them, okay, well, what are we eating for breakfast? Yeah. Because if you're only eating carbs, boiled eggs, and a coffee, oh yeah, for breakfast, it's not gonna make, you're not girlfriend. Gonna of course, you're gonna be very, very like fatigued yeah. at two o'clock because you've had nothing else in your system. So let's increase our breakfast a little bit. Let's have a little bit more protein, a little bit more carbs, hit our lunch, decent lunch. And then that way you're more, you're less likely to feel fatigued and reach for a cookie or candy bar or whatever the case might be or another coffee Yep. before you go home and eat dinner. Right. Okay. And that's a really good segue into this next kind of hitting that slump. Like you just feel like you hit a wall at two or three o'clock ish, whatever it is. Yeah. I know we have all experienced that feel. Oh yeah. So that ties in the balance plates and stuff. You guys, if you're only having, say a lot of times people feel this after lunch, right? Because maybe you have pizza or pasta or some type of sandwich with not a whole lot in it either without having really good healthy fats and a decent size of portion of protein. You're basically getting a bunch of carbs in ratio to things, right? And so whenever we have carbs, it breaks down into glucose in our bloodstream, right? And so this is causing a blood glucose spike, aka like your blood sugar spike. So your body inside, when everything's broken down, it looks at potato carbs the same as it looks at donut carbs, not saying all calories calories are exactly equal because there's different micronutrients and everything and fiber and stuff in there. So don't take that and run with it, you guys. Yep. <laughs> um, but I'm saying on a glucose level and the way it affects your blood sugar, it's easy the same way. And so it's going to spike those carbohydrates or sorry, that blood sugar level, right? And then if it doesn't have fiber, if it doesn't have fat, if it doesn't have protein paired with it, it's going to go straight up. And about an hour later, it's going to go straight down there's your crash right there. And so if you have lunch and then, I mean, this used to happen in school all the time when you were like high school, middle school and stuff, you would have lunch and then people are falling asleep in class like an hour later. If you aren't pairing it, that's where you're going to get that crash. Right. So it's kind of like, okay, you're eating potatoes, chicken and broccoli for lunch. You might be a little bit better off because it's balanced as opposed to eating a donut for lunch where it's just going to go straight up and straight back down. Right. Or pizza or like a pasta and not that you guys, these things aren't bad. Just pair it with something else. If you're having a slice of pizza okay cool let's just maybe try to figure out a way to add more protein on the side i know sometimes it's just like pepperonis which isn't a lot right um figure out a way to add more protein and then let's get some fiber add some veggies or a side salad or something like that to really create that well-balanced meal there because whenever that's paired you're gonna have more of a slow slope down because it's gonna take your body a lot longer to digest all of that because your body takes longer to digest protein fiber and fat than it does carbohydrates Yep. So when things are paired together, you're going to not feel that crash. You're going to lose energy throughout the day as you normally would and get tired closer to nighttime when you're supposed to be going to bed. That's right. So that's my tip there is if you are noticing those crashes, even mid-morning, I know some people crash. Oh, like, yeah. I used to fall asleep in like second block, like before, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, like before lunch, right? But it was because I was walking out the door with a Pop-Tart mm. and that was my only source of energy in the morning or like a Until like hot lunch pocket. Time. Yeah. Yep. Or a hot pocket and so or donuts like whatever it may be yeah it's a lot of higher sugary carbohydrates that's causing that spike and then that quick drop yeah i absolutely. hope that makes sense you guys absolutely and it, i think it's really really important here to touch on that balance yeah to make sure that we're setting ourselves up for success in that way and not having the donut or candy bar or cookie or whatever it is because
because you need energy, but because you just want a donut right. at that point in time. <laughs> and you guys, your body is craving that stuff because whenever you do sink after that crash, your body is thinking, SOS, I'm starving because that's yep. the way your blood sugar triggers everything and your hormones and stuff. So therefore it goes, what's the highest caloric slash energy source I can get? And that is those high fat, high calorie, high sugar foods. Yep. And that's why you reach for the Snickers bar that's in your office, in your desk, at your office or whatever it may be. Speaking of Snickers, I hate their commercial, by the way. <laughs> Which one? All of them. <laughs> All of them. Feeling but- hungry? Reach for a Snickers. <laughs> that goes against everything we just talked That's about. That's so, so true. Stupid. That is so true. I hadn't thought about that. I do think they're funny, though, when they're they like are a grumpy funny. old grandma and then like he pops back to his norm self. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, but it's funny. But I like, get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's annoying because like you don't need to reach for a Snickers. You need to reach for a balanced plate whole meal. Exactly. But <laughs> could you imagine a commercial? It's like when you're hungry, reach for chicken, broccoli and rice. You know, like no one wants that. Um, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but I will say if you do experience these crashes, yep. do yourself the favor and honor them. Oh, yeah. It's not a crime or weak to take a nap. No. It's definitely okay. And I also learned this from a therapist as well. Whenever I was in graduate school, I was like seeing my therapist every single week. There was a lot of stressors going on. And I was having crashes. And it was more so due to like overwhelm, crazy stressed out with like work and like also not sleeping at night because I was staying up studying all night, things like that. And I wasn't having time to take a nap, which was stressing me out even more. And I was becoming even more tired. So she taught me this tactic. And I've shared it with a few of our clients before. But if you don't quite have time to like take a nap and you just feel like you need a, a breather lay down horizontally okay. like so lay down flat well, and who, just how else would you lay down <laughs> shut up <laughs> true lay down flat anyways and then don't pick up your phone don't do any of that lay down for like 10 15 minutes if you have time try to do at least 10 mm-hmm. and just lay there you can stare at the ceiling you can close your eyes you can do whatever it may be set a timer especially if you can't fall asleep if you have time to fall asleep then let yourself but right. if you can't fall asleep set a timer on your phone in case but there's something that will initiate like relaxation in your brain just by taking that action of laying down mm-hmm. and turning your brain off for a little bit and I used to do that and it, it would make the biggest difference after laying there for 10 minutes I would wake up way more energized hmm. and way less kind of foggy so if you are struggling with that and you are kind of in a spot where like I wish I could take a nap like my friends say they take a nap every afternoon and like I just don't have time for that try this tactic because it might really help it it helped me a lot yeah Man, I miss college sometimes where you could just nap in the middle of the day. I don't know how we survived as college students because I would go like one, I'm picturing in my freshman dorm. I had one class like on this side of my freshman dorm and then one class like right behind my freshman dorm and they were like 30 minutes apart, okay? The normal human would just walk to the next building, sit and work on stuff until the next class, right? No, not me. I would stop at my door, set my timer for seven minutes and I would (sighs) nap for seven minutes. I I kid you not. I would lay down and nap for seven minutes minutes pop up and go you guys are really loving and relating to this conversation and want to continue to learn more about this topic and countless others listen up this is for you we want to give you access to our free community of women on similar paths to you shoot us a dm on insta with the word facebook and we will get you in there asap go to my next class um did like how did I just I would fall asleep so fast nap for seven minutes and wake up and go this is also during my era of staying up all night watching One Tree Hill though so oh mm -hmm. I would see like the sunrise with like One Tree Hill yeah makes sense but I was like 
how did we do that? Because now yeah. I'm the type of person I can't nap. Like I, even I can't. even if I'm so exhausted and tired, that's why I do the tactic of just laying down. Right. Um, because I really I, I can't nap. I, my body will not I fall won't asleep. Fall asleep at night. Yeah. Once I'm up, I'm up. The last time I was in like a napping phase was when I was coaching at 45, but that mm. was because I was up at like 4 a.m. Yeah. Um. And so I would take like an hour nap, like right around lunch. Yeah. To just like energize me, but I was allowing myself to do that because I was like, dude, you've been up for like 12. I had my like 12 hours of stand before like noon almost sometimes. Yeah. It was crazy. I only ever really nap anymore if I'm like really exhausted or I'm like sick. Yeah. That's oh, like, if I'm then sick, I'm like, okay, I could sleep. If but. I'm sick, I'll let myself take a nap for sure. And yeah. my body will let myself just like kind of relax. Yeah. But once I'm up, I'm up. I'm up. Yeah. No matter how tired I am, I'm going to just be up. <laughs> I would rather sit and just kind of like scroll through TikTok and like, or watch Netflix, like turn my brain yeah. off type activities. Cause there's something to be said about, I know scrolling through TikTok and stuff is like, has a negative connotation, but it's turning your brain off. And I know this might be a little tangent here, but I've seen things where people get upset. If like, say they text, you text your friend, right? Yeah. And she doesn't respond to you, but you see she's active on Instagram and you, she, you see she's liking stuff or posting on her Instagram story, but she hasn't quite responded to your text message and you feel like she's just ignoring you it could just be like she doesn't have the mental capacity to reply to anyone right now and she's on instagram to just yep. turn her brain off yep and I, so that's kind of like i i scroll to turn my brain off but oh also yeah. i like to find i like instagram or tiktok's feature where if someone home renovation things that i've been watching <laughs> but you know how you can like create like a playlist and oh it, yeah and it'll automatically scroll it for you yeah i wish the for you page was like that i know but it'll automatically scroll it for you so i'll just sit there and <laughs> just like watch it. it like a t like tv <laughs> and but that's just my way of like I will completely zone out and just like disassociate for like 30 minutes yeah and then I'm like oh okay I'm good yeah, you know you gotta just sometimes you just have to the brain and sometimes people might do that by reading a book or which that's what I do at night I don't know people have so many different ways I feel like reading a book is more more brain power say, a little bit unless maybe an audible like if you're listening yeah. to a book or something or a podcast hey um, hello but yeah I, I personally just want to like completely shut my brain off and yeah so that can always help too if that if that's like the little break that you need is set timers during your workday and take those little breaks. Yep. Or like, let's just say you're at work and you're on your lunch break. Go sit in the car. Just yeah. I used to sit in the car literally. And listen to music. I would listen to music or sometimes... <laughs> so embarrassing back when I worked like a typical nine to five at a car dealership I would go in my car and I would literally take a nap yeah and like one time I overslept so my boss had to come out to my car oh my god no that's terrifying I actually have a fear of like falling asleep in your car and like you getting like your car broken into and like robbed and like you're kidnapped at the same time I don't know why I have that fear it's so irrational oh gosh but that scares me <laughs> oh god but I know what you're saying yeah so find what works for you yeah and then allow yourself to do it. Don't think, oh, I'm weak because I'm taking a nap, blah, blah, blah. No, you're honoring your biofeedback and what your body's yeah. telling you that you need, but also take into account of all three things. Well, I guess we talked about more three things, but three topics that we touched on was sleep. Yep. And then the- Balanced meals. Balanced meals. Water we touched on. Water. Uh, nighttime routines. Nighttime routines and also planning your day, like setting yep. schedules and stuff like that. So take a, take a good look at your life with those aspects of things and think, what am I missing? What's yep. triggering? this energy crash for me and then pivot on it you guys take action to change it and if that doesn't help maybe it's something else and if yeah. you're running into that and you're finding that it's you're not finding the culprit for it message us and we'll help you out we can help talk yeah. through it with you because yeah. there might be something small that's causing it maybe you have like a lingering like dreadful conversation <laughs> that you have to have that you're not like wanting to have a conversation about and it's just like constantly in the back of your mind like causing anxiety or something mm -hmm. like it could be the smallest thing you guys could be yeah. You never know. 
Yep. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that's our tidbit on energy crashes. Yes. Hopefully this helped you guys. Yeah. If if you or a friend or someone relates to this, definitely leave us a review. Rate the podcast, please. We appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Also, if you know someone who's maybe struggling with this right now, send it to them. Let them, oh, yeah. let them listen to this. I personally love when people send me podcasts, especially if it's Same. something. I know. Because it's like, oh, you were thinking of me. You think this would help me. So definitely do that for your friends, you guys. Exactly. Cool. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.